Dan Radio Style. Hope everybody out there is having themselves a great day. Out of all the things that are going on in the world, instead of trying to do some sort of manifestation video or trying to talk about something that's going on in the world right now that, frankly, I think we're all aware of and don't need any more additional energy put towards it, I want to talk about things that kind of make a difference in our lives, in our relationships. And one of the things that popped into my head was there are a lot of people locked in close confines with one another, meaning some of us might be spending more time with our family members or our spouses or our significant others than we're used to. Now, I know some, maybe not so much, and longing and wishing to. Well, for those of you that aren't in the relationship necessarily yet, this is some great advice for you to keep in mind. And for those of us that are kind of right now going through some of the struggles of not being able to get away from somebody, that is hopefully what this is going to help address. There's a lot of issues that can come when we're close together, and sometimes not getting the proper space and distance can make a big difference. So one of the big nine uh, mistakes couples make is a lack of kindness. Believe it or not, we get to a point sometimes where we start to view the other as an enemy. We start to sometimes see the other person as someone that's trying to take away our joy, trying to make us always have to work, trying to keep us busy. And we don't really remember that we used to be best friends, or at least good friends, hopefully. We used to be close to these people. We used to love them. We used to give them the benefit of the doubt. And we sometimes forget to remember to take care of one another, to love one another, to be kind to one another. We're all human. We're all trying our best to get through every day, to do the best we can, to try not to hurt people. Most people are not going out of their way to hurt others. So if you're being hurt, communication, working on coming at it from that angle, rather than sometimes maybe that passive aggressive or maybe just getting angry or maybe lashing out, but being kind, talking, opening up lines of communication, realizing that we're in this together. And you'll, st you'll see a lot, uh, a lot of help in that. Poor communication is a huge one. It's a huge relationship killer. Not just uh, in text and things like that, because that's one of the funny things about text messages is one, there's very few characters. Two, there's no, it's hard to get context. It's hard to get that tone of the word. It's hard to get that, that, that knowledge. I mean, you could put emoticons all you want, but they don't necessarily say what you want. Now, hearing someone in person, you can hear a little bit of that tone in their voice. You can hear a little bit of what they're trying to say behind the words. And then certainly, when you're seeing them in person, and you can see the goofy expressions they make on their face, then you understand what they're trying to say in context as well. Communication's key. Got to make sure we're talking. Got to make sure we're open to people being able to talk, being open to talk, feeling like they're able to share without being pounced all over. Well, I mean, unless that's a good thing, right? Hey, bow, bow, right? But try to allow people the opportunity to communicate. Number three, lack of trust. Trust is one of the most important things in a relationship, maybe possibly the most important thing in a relationship. Without trust, we have significant problems. Yeah, yes, I do understand that things can happen in the past, maybe, hopefully, or not presently, that can affect trust. Understand that that is, I, I've been through there, been there, done that, been on both sides of it, also had issues with forgiving and, and being able to forgive, done both there too. And I will tell you, ultimately, you have to be able to trust somebody. If you don't, if every time they're doing something, you're asking questions, you're wondering where they're at, you're texting them incessantly because they didn't text you back within the right amount of time. 
when you start putting people under those types of pressure, you start to really make it difficult for you guys to have a healthy relationship. One, you're not trusting, not healthy, right there, boom. Two, the way it's interacting and the way they're behaving is not healthy. Three, they're going to try to hide stuff just so they don't have to respond to someone's questions. You start running into all sorts of issues when trust is not there. We've got to find ways to forgive each other. We've got to find ways to let it go. We've got to find ways. It cannot be something that you continue to bring up and think that that's okay. It's not. We either move forward or we don't. But you have to let go of things that have caused problems in the past. Ho'oponopono is one great technique for the spiritual out there. Also, I do a thing called Astral Letters. I'll link it below. It's something I learned eons ago from my teacher. I think it's fantastic. I use it. So it's another way you can help with the forgiveness process if maybe there is a little of that going on. Unsuccessful sex life is number four. And yeah, that can be one that gets a lot of people, especially early on, especially when there was a lot of passion. And maybe even sometimes after kids are born, after things start to happen where you don't ever get a moment free together anyway, sometimes it can be a little difficult to get that that passion back in your life, get that romance back in your life. And we miss what we used to have. We miss that honeymoon phase too, which is kind of unfair, I think, right? Because the honeymoon phase is very unique in a relationship and certainly wonderful. But there are healthy continuations of a sex life that continue afterwards. So keeping that going, figuring out ways to maybe spice it up a little, maybe try to be a random, maybe play doctor, right? With all this coronavirus going on right now. You know it. So start playing some things, start playing some games, start having some fun and come up with some different ways to spice it up a little bit. Who knows? You never know. You could be the mail person today. You might be that Amazon Prime delivery person that they were, oh, I'm sorry, did my negligee just happen to fall open? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Number five, no passion or motivation. One of the things that can happen in our lives is we lack joy in any of the things that we do. We don't do things together that we enjoy. We f- forget that we used to be couples that hung out, did things, went and hung out with friends, had friends, had conversations. Like we enjoyed doing certain things. Maybe maybe we did pottery together. Maybe we took dance. Maybe we did theater at one point when we were younger. There was something that bound us together and that joy is gone. We're not doing it anymore. Let's find something to do together. Find something that you both are interested in first. That helps. And then secondly, maybe do it together. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there as a crazy idea. Yeah, you got something crazy going on. You like doing it. They like doing it. Let's do it together. Huh? It's talking like it from New York. Huh? That's how they do it out there now. So exactly. That's what you want to try to do. Bring a little excitement, passion, a little joy back in your relationship and your life. And frankly, when you're doing stuff together, it gives you something to look forward to. It gives you something to expand and grow with. It gives you something to talk about. A lot of positives come out of hanging out and doing things together. Number six, lack of me time. This is probably my biggest thing. And I've got ample amounts of me time for my girlfriend that's probably listening to this. It's okay. I got plenty of me time. It's not that, but it is very important me to get my me time. Now, with the way things are going, frankly, these days, I feel like I have a little more me time than I'd like. I'd like to, I miss some of my very close friends. I miss being able to see them. I miss being able to talk to them. I miss being able to go to my coffee shop and hang out and have coffee and say hi to people, right? But it's cool. We're chilling. We're getting through it. I get to fortunately talk to a lot of people with work 
and I'm doing my best to go to the store and blah, 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 right? We're, we're all finding our ways, but you've got to have that time for you. You've got to set aside a little time and maybe a little space. Maybe if you guys are right up next to each other, right? Maybe maybe you do a little something, something on it. Maybe you hop on the computer, you know, you're the guy, maybe you're playing some video games, looking for something, doing something with work, whatever the heck. And and and, and I'm trying not to just come up with roles, but maybe, you know, you're, someone else wants to sit on the couch, maybe watch a movie, watch one of those um, maybe dramas, right? That some of us guys was like, oh, geez, really? Come on, right? Like I've got better things to do than watch Notebook right now, again, for the 80th time. Great movie. <laughs> I love crying. Anyway, so exactly. Have some me time. Being able to do what you like and get into what you like is going to make a big difference. Sometimes, number seven, we don't feel like we're playing on the same team. Do you ever get that feeling where someone that's close to you, it's like they fight you at every step of the way? Like every, you're like, hey, why don't we do this? No, that's a bad idea. Why don't we do this? Ah, oh, you shouldn't. Ah, like when, when are we going to see eye to eye? When, when are you going to help me help us help each other? Like this is killing me. So we got to remember we're on the same team. We're working as a relationship, certainly together towards a common goal, be it the family, be it where we're heading as a, a family unit, but we're working together. Have some goals set aside for the two of you that you can both work towards. Work with each other, your teammates. Teammates work together. Teammates help each other. Teammates play off each other when they need to. Good cop, bad cop, good cop, good cop, bad cop, bad cop, whatever's going to work for the situation. Let's try and do something together. Even if maybe that's just the idea of that is a little absurd for you, find a reason, find an excuse, cook a meal together. I, it, even if it's top ramen, all right, I'll open the packet for you. You boiling the noodles, right? Like, hey, it's a start. It's a start. We're doing something together. We're working towards feeding each other, right? Maybe maybe it's the mac and cheese and you're grabbing the butter while she's grabbing the milk. Actually, you should probably grab both at the same time. They're in the fridge most likely, right? But they're doing the noodles. They're cooking it all, stirring it, draining, whatever. Work together, folks. It's a wonderful way to get together and help each other. Number eight, Forgetting the small things. You know, life is a lot of small things. And for those that need the big things, for those that can't be happy unless there's a big thing, you're going to spend vast amounts of time of your life upset. You will. You will. Just a fact of matter. There's only so many big moments that happen. And for those of you that are like, Dan, you're being negative. All right, let's just throw around your idea for a second. What if you had a big moment every single second of every single day? Or, less hyperbolic, what if you had a big moment every hour of every single day? Those big moments would no longer be big at all. They'd just be normal. So now it takes a freaking shooting star to land on your house to catch your attention because nothing else does. No, man, it's all about the small things. There are gobs of small things, remembering those, remembering those little things that your person enjoys. Uh, one example, my girlfriend loves the, the, the new coconuts, the little baby ones, right, that you get in the, the yummy Asian restaurants and stuff. So she loves those. Well, those, by the way, are oddly tricky to open, especially for those of you that have never done it before or someone like me that didn't grow up around coconuts. Long story short, found a video, happened to have the right knife for it. It's one of the mallet things. You come in at it at an angle and you pop, 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 and you pop the top off. Dude, I am freaking good at it now. And now when I buy those, just the thought of remembering that little thing, even though they're big, that little thing of thinking of her and getting that coconut, she just, the smile on her face is worth the reward. It's the little things that really set us apart in life. Finally, selfish. 
there's a healthy balance. Now, law of attraction, I'm big. For those of you that don't know, I mean, for those of you that do, cool, yeah. Law of attraction is very much focused on trying to do things for yourself. Much like trying to help anyone that's drowning, right? If you're not in a healthy place yourself, you don't try to help a drowning victim as hard as that is to understand. Or when you're on an airplane, cabin pressure happens, and you're an adult and you have a child, put your mask on first. Otherwise, you might pass out and die while attempting to help your child and then die and not help your child. Now both of you are dead. Sometimes selfishness is what saves the day. But there is a line between, and especially in relationships, where it's all about me versus at least it's all about us or hopefully it's about you too. <laughs> both of us have our parts that we need to make sure are being taken care of. We need to be able to communicate that with one another and we need to be able to make sure that one, we're taking time out, self-love, all those things to take care of ourselves for sure. Me time, as we were saying. But you need to also realize that you're in a relationship. Their opinion matters. You need to help understand that growing together and helping each other and having goals together and talking about things that are proving to be challenging is huge in trying to keep a relationship going. Now, minus number four, the unsuccessful sex life, this pretty much works with family too. Now, if number four is appropriate and happen to live in the South, I'm just saying, I'm not okay, but I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. It's okay. You can do whatever you need to. But for the most part, this is how we're going to get along with people better, especially during these challenging times. Remember this, work with one another, be good to one another, no matter where you are, at home, outside, whatever. Be good, deal with the space, honor the space, right? The proper space between everybody. But be good to one another. We're still people, we're still hanging out, we're still trying our best all to move in a positive direction as humanity. So let's remember that all of us are human, and let's remember you picked the very best one to have this relationship with. That's, you picked it for a reason. Spend time with this person. Try to give this person the benefit of the doubt. Speak your truth if you need to, but be fair about it and give them a chance to speak to it, and certainly make sure you're listening to them as well. It's not all about you, and it's not all about them. It's about both of you. It's the relationship. There's a unity between the two of you. It's about that. It's about that unity. And you bought into that a long time ago for a reason. Remember what those reasons were. Those reasons will get you back to that happy place. Dan Radio Style.